0: Life can get really busy, but we are reminded that when we live the Kingdom Pace, we not only have time to grow more ourselves, but to also grow closer to our Creator. Kingdom Pace is a podcast about the ways we can make sure we're staying alongside Jesus and staying right where we are supposed to be in life. hey everyone welcome back to the kingdom pace podcast my name is jessica pape and with me as always is
1: mark hey jess
0: hey mark good to see you you too i gotta tell you um if you have not listened to the last podcast it ended kind of funny because mark threw me through a loop and started off by saying you're jessica pape and i was supposed to say and you're mark moyer but i did not pick up on the cue and instead just said yep sure am um, and I've shared that story with multiple people. So
1: well, I went back, listened to it, and laughed because
0: <laughs> I made you laugh. I'm glad we all know who each other is. That's that's very helpful in this podcast. So um with the kingdom pace, if you have been with us for the past few weeks, we are going through seed, um, which just to recap, um, seed is an acronym for sanctification, education edification, and determination. So for today, we're on the E for education. Um, and just really want to talk about like why this is foundational to know. Um, and really speaking of foundation, just the premise that Jesus Christ is the foundation. It's not us. Um, and really making sure that we know what that foundation truly is. So uh, Mark, you had Marked out Matthew 7:24, and this is, a, I think, a really familiar story in the Bible, um, in Bible verse, which says, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And so really thinking about what is our foundation when we are, when we're growing, when we're learning, um, growing in our sanctification and growing closer, closer to Jesus what is our true foundation and how do we know that so with that um kind of talking through some lies that we believe in so what's what's the first lie
1: yeah thanks jess so there's some like i think i think all christians even unbelievers i could say if you look back 10 years we live in a really strange world right now Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: words being redefined right? Like, just, I mean, like, it seems like every day there's a word that's redefined and reminds me in the Bible, how, how Jesus talked about Paul wrote about how in the last days, people are going to think the things that were wicked, they're going to say now is Mm. good. And the things that were good or holy, they're going to say now is bad. I don't think we could disagree that we see that. Right. One of the things that, um, you know, the next few weeks we're going to be in in education. We're going to like, learn some things right yeah what we're seeing and you asked the question so the one we wanted to touch on today is the lie of that we hear a lot is the live your truth
0: Mm -hmm. we do hear that a lot
1: live your truth i uh, i'm anxious to hear what you what you think but just i think i truly believe this with all my heart that part of the situations that we see today with people specifically in our realm with young people of this constant anxiety, this overwhelmed feeling is because when we believe that, that we have to live our truth and everything comes back to myself mm-hmm. and that's overwhelming. Yeah. Like we overwhelm ourselves mm-hmm. because it's like we worship ourselves, Right. Which goes back to the garden. Yeah. That was the enemy's plan.
0: Yeah. Now I, I believe that many of the issues that we see and, you know, even this lie, it's not a new lie. This is something that I believe the enemy has been putting into us from the day that there was creation. And so I think that um, that is something that is not new, but I do really believe in our society today, this is expected where it's, you should be proud to live your truth and to know your truth. And I think, you know, social media definitely expedites that with everyone having to have a platform and needing to know what they have to say. And, um, I just think it's so interesting because even the the age of people using these social media platforms or, you know, whatever, whatever platform they're using is younger and younger. And, you know, I, I just, I saw a stat and I don't remember it right now, but it was, um, like the percentage of eight year olds that have a cell phone. And I think, man, when I was eight years old, I was probably still playing in the dirt. Like that was probably where I was still at. And now we have these kids that really don't have world experience and don't have true knowledge. they just they haven't even had a chance to do that. Yet we're putting in front of them these platforms and expecting them to have this truth. And so I always think if we don't educate people, if we don't give them the truth and give them the foundation they'll find it and make it up on their own and i think that is a lot of what we see today and so you know i think it's it's one thing to say oh it's so terrible that everyone's living their truth we all do it's a part of it but i think that the the biggest piece is where is our truth coming from and what is it rooted in that's totally different
1: absolutely and full disclosure i'm i'm glad you know when you this is kind of one of those moments in the podcast where you go, I truly believe that men or women actually progress further, grow, mature uh-huh. than men mentally and everything. Because at eight, if you are playing in the dirt, I was
0: eating dirt <laughs>
1: at eight years old. So just want to throw we that can, in there. We can
0: tell. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: like, I feel like that's where Paul gives me an amen. Like, dude, like, we mm, ate dirt. Ate. Yep. But so I just, listen to this. Uh, the gospel of self is not the gospel of Jesus. Mm, right. Uh, today many people preach the gospel of self. Um and you know what loves you know who loves that? Our flesh loves that and mm-hmm. our sinful nature loves that. And you you know I've talked about this before. The me, myself, and I that we worship, right? That's the right. Trinity of self. The yep. enemy loves that. It's like in other words, it's all about me. Yep. And that and God didn't design us that way. Yeah. We have a creator. And yep. I love what you were saying, how this is this is nothing new, but it's the more and more that we sway away from God the more and more of this becomes even worse and entrenched in people's lives. Yeah. I don't believe that. If you just think about that for a second, Jess, if you live your truth and you're adamant about your truth and I live my truth and it's different, we have a problem, right? That's what we see today in society. That's why people can't get along. Yeah. And we're never like, Truth is one thing. Like in other words, truth is not subjective. But that's what we want to make truth subjective to me, mm-hmm. subjective to you. But actually, truth is objective. It's about somebody. His name is Jesus. Yeah. And without him, we don't have this
0: map. Yep. roadmap, Map
1: life map. How to interact with each other.
0: Yeah. And I think I think it's really important to point out because, I mean, I've listened to countless podcasts about this topic and about, you know, the evolution of the self-help genre and how, you know, just a decade ago, that whole genre didn't even exist. And now it's one of the fastest growing, you know, sales of books that even is out there at all. Um, But I think it is really important for people to know that when we when we're talking about that like you're basically saying an absolute truth and there are some people in the world that would push back and say well you are super naive then that you would believe that there is an absolute truth because truth because we all have our own experiences and i i just think it's really important to make clear that we are not negating anyone's experiences your experience of your life and how you grow up and what you go through, like that is yours. And I can't change that. I can't say you're wrong for feeling the way that you felt growing up or whatever it is in the world today, but that does not change absolute truth. Correct. And so I think that is a really important distinction to make that they can, they can both exist. They do both exist. Yeah.
1: that's a, And that's a great point because it's not to minimize and tell, you know, for example, in my own story, there's some, there's some tragedy. There's some, some, you know, you can even say there's some PTSD, but that doesn't change God.
0: Right. It yeah. doesn't
1: change God. And that's that was so beautiful about that is he's what anchored me when my life was a reckless storm. Right. Right. It was him. It was absolute truth that I clung on to that. I was able to overcome what happened to me. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because there could be pushback. Mm -hmm. i feel like there's gonna there could be pushback from this podcast anyway because we're telling we're saying telling people truth is not subjective right it's you may have went through that but it doesn't change that truth is a person
0: yeah his name is jesus well and i and i feel like that's what i do i i have conversations with students a lot that are in honestly awful situations and i tell them like just because that's where you're at right now is not where God wants you to be, and I think it's a, it's the a same type of thing that what you experience, He still has more for you, and it's in knowing that that His love, His grace, His mercy, the plans He has for you—that is—that is part of His plan. You can't change His plans, and I I always kind of joke like, don't think you're that powerful because <laughs> yeah. you're not, but we we do just have to know the foundation.
1: Absolutely. Um... So this is a part of the lie. I wrote yep. this down to be authentic. I must belong to myself to be happy. I must put myself first to be fulfilled. I must be enough for myself to be successful. I must control my destiny. All these ideas build on the starting point of me. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure. Oh yeah. No that's wonder true. we're so stressed out. Right. Right. Like no wonder we have the mental mm. stuff that we go through. It's, right. We've bought and hook, line, and sinker that we are the captain of our soul. We are
0: not. And isn't that, like, I just think, like, that is just the sneaky way that the enemy does work. Because, you know, when you hear, live your truth, that sounds empowering. It sounds like, yeah, I of course, like, I want my truth to reign supreme. And then when you really start thinking about what that means, it is total bondage. Like it's, it's a total weight that you're putting on yourself and you can't achieve that. So you're setting yourself up for failure instead.
1: Yeah. Just like back to your, back to your point, the the reference of scripture, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house Mm -hmm. on a solid rock.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all those things that I mentioned, right. Belong to myself put myself first, fulfill myself, me, 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 right. All these are built on a starting point of who me, in other words, I become the foundation. Well, if you take that point and go to scripture, my foundation is sand. Mm -hmm. Me alone is sand. Right. I'm, I'm drift That Right. I'm not, I'm not, you know, the structure is shifting at best. Um, it can send us into fruitless search for meaningless, meaningless, like for meaning. Right. And that was me. And at worst, it propels us into ruin. And in my mind, when a life is lost every one hour and 54 minutes in our country, this whole cell of goods that we're telling people that people have convinced herself that they're the captain. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're so, if, if, if that's working out for us, why are we killing ourselves? Right. Something's missing. Right. And, Those topics seem to be silenced. Right. And that's why you and I want to speak out. Yeah. Right. Speak for those who can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. And if if we're bought by this lie and we're being oppressed by our think about being oppressed by your own self. Yeah. Because the enemies convinced you that. Right. Right. Um, And Jess, you're right. Because you you know go all the way back to the garden. Adam and Eve made the choice right then. I want to build on sand,
0: Mm -hmm. not God. Right. And look at us, we're right. a wreck. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, thinking about us and control and the fact that it's our truth, think of how quickly our world changes. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go back not even 10 years ago and look at the culture around us, it's a totally different world today. And so if we're building our truth off of that, we won't be able to even keep up. Yeah. And I feel like we're like, you know, mice on a little treadmill that are just going as a hamster is it hamsters on a wheel. and yeah. like, hamsters on a wheel. Um but yeah like we we're going nowhere really fast and and we're not built that way. We're not meant to do that. And so like when you mentioned the the anxiety and, and all of that I think it's because we are off. We're out of alignment and our whole our whole systems around us are slowly breaking down and we're experiencing that in every every aspect of life because because of that yeah
1: yeah <clears throat> live your truth first live the truth right mm. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a life-altering difference in fact it is an eternal difference the call to be true only to one's own feelings and desires is the exact opposite of the teachings of jesus christ in the historical christian faith if people are listening to that it's so important for them to know yeah like i i I really want to like, just I can't encourage this enough. I, a friend of mine I was talking to in South Carolina, this is going to be super old fashioned, <laughs> but I was super encouraged by it. So they're, they're, at, they're like, the stone is like a cool cutting edge church, or church, right? Mm-hmm. And you come to the churches that we go to great, great fellowship, great pastors, killer, killer leadership, no complaints mm-hmm. there. So imagine just in the South, similar church, similar size, similar approach. But the pastor said, I no longer am going to put scripture references on the board. You have to bring your Bible. Hmm. Here's what they've noticed since I started doing that. People are growing. Oh, wow. Isn't that incredible?
0: That's impactful. A
1: simple thing of grabbing the Bible and here's what he's doing. He's taking it back to the foundation. Yeah. Get in the word of God. And i love that and i and i bring that because we're talking today about foundation Mm. and i would i just and i i would say we're on the same page get your bible pick it up yeah smell it put potpourri on it whatever just get into it (laughs) well
0: it's fun to write in like it's like make your notes and own it I i love i love that like when when i'm reading and i feel like god is making something jump out at me you know i can i can circle it and and I, a lot of times we'll even date it too, to remember like this moment when I really felt conviction by the Holy Spirit and what I was going through my life. Like those are moments where I can look back and I can see where I'm growing. And honestly, I, I like to do it too, because my hope is that my kids will look back at it someday. Absolutely. And they'll see those same things and they'll, they'll realize, wow, mom is far from perfect, but look what God was doing in her life.
1: Yeah. What a cool thing. What a cool moment to leave with your kids. Like these mm-hmm. God moments that you spent your kids to see you wrestle with God right. and the truth yeah, and wins and questions yeah. and all that stuff, right? Because why? Jesus is a personal relationship. Yeah. He's not some like pawn or some kind of thing that sits on a desk.
0: Yeah. He's a
1: personal relationship. And Jess, I learned this week that the word blessed in scripture means to be indwelt by God. Yeah. Mm. Why that's so cool to this context is that means Jessica, no matter what I've been through, no matter what I go through, no matter what this earth happens, happens in this life, I could, I could, something could happen to me. My circumstance does not change this truth. I am blessed.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's cool. So I have a question for you then. So with, with that and thinking about just the perceptions of you know, the world around us today. I think one of the questions that people might kind of grapple with when they're thinking about their, their growing faith or times when they feel like they're not living out their faith or far from God, um, the question of, but doesn't God want us to be happy Mm -hmm. and to know that to die to yourself, which is kind of what we're saying too, when you, when you live the truth, like you die to your truth. To live God's, Mm -hmm. Um, so if if someone's asking, well, doesn't God want me to be happy? How do I find my happiness if I'm dying to myself? How would you apply that? How would you say that looks in life?
1: It's a super, super deep, great question. (laughs) Sorry,
0: I I was, I was prepared. I thought I shared my notes with you, but I did not. So (laughs) you know, it's about time. It's about time. Let me make a little
1: note. That is a great question. Um, and the script, here's the cool thing. The scripture answers that Mm. There, like, there's no verse in the scripture that I know of that God guarantees happiness. Right. Happiness is happiness is fleeting because I can be happy today Mm. and mad tomorrow. What God gives us is joy.
0: Amen. Yeah.
1: So someone like, so, so listen, and here's where if, if we're honest, Even when I tell you that, I can go and think back. And and I did just this moment thought about my parents. Divorce was one of the biggest negative things that happened into my life that even as a 49 year old man, when I think about that, I still in my soul, I still feel that pain. Mm. Now, I'm not happy about that. Sure. And so, like, here's what I've learned with truth sometimes. And Paul even grappled with this you can tell someone the truth and it feels really harsh because it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. Truth is what it is. You can't change it. Right. But Paul grappled with that just because remember what he said to the Galatians, like he's preaching to the Galatians and he's like, wait a second. He goes, the last time I was here, you, you would have died for me. And now he's like, you want to like claw my eyes out. And he goes, he was like, have I become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. I I say all that to say this, like when we say, when I mention this about happiness, we all want to be happy. That's what we think. Mm-hmm. But really, we all want to have joy.
0: Right. We don't want. We don't want the fleeting thing. We want the we solid want anchors. Yeah.
1: And I think it's beautiful that that God and God says, "Hey, joy is actually anchored to strength."
0: Hmm. Yeah. It makes me think. So you know, if if you ever have someone ask the question, you know, doesn't God want me to be happy? I feel like I would say, no, he has so much more for you. That's good. Like, happiness is like you're thinking too small. That's good. That's so, really
1: good. That's good. Look at you,
0: deep. I'm growing. Look he at was that. Really
1: ready to go. <laughs> no, that is super good.
0: It's well, super good. Because
1: I, man doesn't really ever, we don't ever, like, I think of racism. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cut the bill. Right. It's sin. Let's right. go deeper. Right? Yeah. It's like racism is way up here. Yeah. And, and even in that, people are going to be like, oh, you know, no, no, no. Because racism doesn't touch the core. It's called sin.
0: Right. And I, and that's what I feel like, I mean, for well, I think for both of us, like our, our goal with this podcast is to, to dig into scripture and to dig into, to God's word and to really say, what is it that we're truly not talking about? Because yeah, there, there there's so much that everyone can talk about and we, you know, we could have a podcast where we're talking about our truth, but to really bring it back to the world's truth compared to the truth. And to really have those conversations, Um, even if it's just to get people thinking and questioning and asking questions. And honestly, hey, if you are mad about something, email Mark. He would love to.
1: <laughs> what is it today?
0: That <laughs> make you
1: mad last think, podcast. I, no. <laughs> I'm never going to go. This is Jessica and I'm Mark.
0: (laughs) But I I really do. I, I always, I always think that when people are angry, it's passion. And Mm -hmm. I truly feel like if, if, if people are feeling passion, that's a good thing. Dig into it. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Don't hide behind it, but let's, let's run Mm -hmm. to that. So.
1: That's so good. And Jessica, like that, that you know where the passion comes from why that brings it out of us because it goes back to this question we try to Mm. self-justify because see what happens is truth bumps up into the lie we believe
0: yeah and so therefore
1: what it does is it makes us feel wait a second right like i'm not a hundred percent so then we then then we have to vilify those in front of us because we want to justify ourselves. See, even God's got an antidote for that. It's called this. You are justified if you're in Christ.
0: Right. I have to debate
1: your your issue. Amen. What does that give? Joy. Yeah. Like, and here's a here's a great example even for this week. To the to the question, like, see, I'm leaning back into that happiness thing, because that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Because yeah. you're right, we hear that a lot. But I can lean into it, lean into this, a story that you can share. Monday morning, we get on, we do a, a ministry meeting every week. Yep. Your continence is not Jessica.
0: Mm, Yep.
1: You guys lost a student. In fact, you said you guys have lost a number of students in this 5,000 population town, right? Yep, correct. You guys have lost these students to a number of different things. And so, listeners, this is why I bring that up. I could see in Jessica's eyes, in her face, in her continence, she was sad. Now, check this out. I see her today, and even even that day as we talked, you were anchored in joy. Hmm. Tell us about that,
0: yeah. well, I you know, I think that when i when I think back to exactly what I was feeling, my feelings of sadness were really out of sadness for what do I do? I don't know what I do in this situation of, you know, students feeling lost, loss of a life, parents reeling from it. Um, thinking of our school counselors, you know, like all those different people and really feeling like I was inadequately prepared. Like I had nothing. And so even though like I, I know, and I, I believe in, you know, an eternal life after death. And so it's not even so much like that. It was death itself that made me sad. It was the feeling of hopelessness within that. And the the difference though is, as I continually, you know, give that over to Jesus, and continually just calling it what it is, and realizing I don't have control, I don't want that control. There's nothing I can do. What what can I do? I believe God put me here to be a light, and so it it starts to kind of change, even within that framework of okay, I'm feeling I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling hopeless but God and God is the sustainer of all things. He's put us here on this earth for a reason to support and encourage and to worship him. So I just need to do that. And as soon as you, for me, as soon as I started like to really put those pieces together, that weight was completely gone. I don't have to have it figured out. I, I mean, I, I don't, and I can't because I'm not God. And so I think it's more understanding my, my own role and I would even say like my truth within that is what changes everything. And so, you know, when it comes down to to real life application um, and people are like, well, it sounds really great in theory to say that. Like, no, it literally is. I, I literally have a, a practice that I, I do in my head and I have a podcast that reinforces it where over and over again, I just say, God, I give everyone and everything to you. And I have to just keep saying that until like all these little things that I feel like I'm holding on to start popping up. And sometimes it's like, it's really big things where it's things with my kids or like I said, things with my ministry or whatever. And then it's even things like, Oh, I have a whole pile of laundry to fold when I get home from work. That's a little weight that I might not realize is there. But as soon as I give that to God, it's lifted. He takes that. And I think that's what he truly wants. He wants us to get out of our our own little world that we try to build ourselves in that can be very victim base and he's saying I've got you already give it to me I'm the truth I don't change I'm a solid foundation and that changes everything around us
1: it, listen beautiful people if you're listening this podcast like this is so cool like this is one of those in the moment things where, Jesus mentions over and over again in scripture Jesus or Jessica in scripture Jesus mentions this over and over he says you with ears to hear listen and friends I call that because if you just listen to what Jessica said in the beginning don't I don't want you to miss what she just said taking it back to the live your truth and this this all about me all about me all about me I want to go back just a second and I want to I want you to listen to what what Jessica said, because it's key. The whole, this is the Holy Spirit guiding into all truth. Jessica started out in what she said was what happened with this loss of life. If you listen to what Jessica just said, she mentioned the teachers, she mentioned the kids, she mentioned everybody but somebody. And who was that she didn't mention? Her. Hmm. Why? Because joy means Jesus, others, yourself. You become last. I love that. So you see, friends, right now, today, that God's Holy Spirit just led through, even through this podcast, to the truth of what? When Jesus is first, then others become before us, and we become last. And mm-hmm. you know what? We find joy in that. Yeah. I don't want that to be missed. Mm. You literally the spirit just spoke through you to those listening. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about your truth. It was about the truth. Yeah. It was about Jesus. That's super cool, Jess.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting me process that. I, I don't I don't think I even thought of that. So that was like processing on the fly. But
1: Isn't that neat? Like here's the thing. I the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. And you know what, when you're living in truth, you can't speak anything but it. Yeah. The truth. And God just let you preach that to whoever listens to this. Yeah. You just, what is the antidote for not about me, Jesus. Yeah.
0: That's good. And you'll have joy. So just to wrap up this podcast, I just want to share, um, this last little statement that we were created with a different purpose to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. That's sanctification. As we are sanctified, we walk in more light with God and we are to be set apart. And, you know, John 1, 7, I think is um, the verse that that really sums that up. And I just think, you know, even of John 1, 5, that there's there's light in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome that. And that right there is joy and truth that we can rely on. Amen. Amen.
1: Way to preach, girl.
0: Hey. Thanks, everyone. We will be back next time with more Kingdom Pace podcasts. I'm Jessica Pape.
1: I'm Mark.
0: (laughs) See you later. (laughs)